What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Welcome to another edition of the Hashtag Miranda Show. I am your host, the Twitterless heroine herself, ring announcer to the stars, Miss Fancy Pants, the most professional podcaster, the pop punk princess, and, well, most importantly, the queen of sauce style, million dollar Miranda Morales here, your host of the Hashtag Miranda Show, which can be found on thechairshot.com 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 always use your head yes we are a proud member of the chairshot radio network where you can find a ton of great entertaining podcasts all in support well of pro wrestling, sports, entertainment, pop culture, and everything in between. And I am joined, as always, by the producer of the Hashtag Miranda Show, my co-host. He is the king of shit takes, the unstoppable one. And if you didn't know, he's also a wrestling promoter, Mr. Greg DeMarco. Are you really fucking with me right now? Are you fucking with me? What was so funny about the king of shit takes this time versus all the other times that I've been the king of shit takes? I know. It just always makes me laugh. That, that just makes me laugh. I just uh, – I didn't hide it as well as, as I do the other times. What's funny is that, A, someone thought to literally give me that name, and B, someone else from the same website was like, yeah, that guy's an asshole. So – Yeah. Because it's all – it was a, the official website's Twitter. Like that yeah. was the even better part. Um, so it just made me – just just makes me laugh. You know I love yeah. haters. I love it, all it's that a stuff. fun it's a fun name, I gotta admit. That's oh, I, I love mean one of if my I, top, if I update my, my bio at any point, I'll uh have to throw it in there. So just I to, guess you will. Just for you know, just for fun. Just for fun, just for fun. I don't even you know, some people get motivated by their haters. I don't even know if I do not that kind of hater. Um, there are some, I'm sure, but that kind of hater, I don't even think is motivating. It's more just, I, yeah, I, I don't even care. Like I, I, I I, I think it's, it's, it's flattering to have, to know that someone cares enough to even say it, that they've paid enough attention to what you've said, whether it's once or whether it's a thousand times, they cared enough about what you said. To say, I'm going to take the time to thumb out this comment and click send from my official website's Twitter to call this individual, this one guy sitting in Arizona, the king of shit takes. There you go. The internet, a magical place. Yes, it is. <laughs> it really is. How much really I can is. say about that. On this week's Hashtag Miranda Show, we are going to be covering the event that just happened, Impact Zone Wrestling, IZW, King 
of Arizona. Yes, IZW has crowned a new king of Arizona this past Saturday in Tempe. And we got a rundown of the whole event for you. So make sure you stay tuned. On top of that, well, we had two big championship matches uh, and some other matches that occurred throughout the night. It was great to be back in an IZW ring. It was great for the entire IZW family to be back together. And we are going to be breaking down the events and matches of the night. So stay tuned to this week's episode as me and myself, Greg DeMarco, because if you didn't know he's a wrestling promoter, we'll break it down. Before we get into the nitty gritty, Greg, I, I want to, you know, give a preview, uh, 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 a primer for our uh, listeners about the King of Arizona. So why don't you give the uh, listeners just a, a little primer, a little take uh, before we get into the uh, details of the night. What, what you know, overall thoughts, things that, you know, our listeners can look forward to as we break down uh, the event. I mean, we definitely had some exciting matches, some, some great matches, actually, some great first-time matches. Um, a hot crowd in more ways than one. Um and and all of that, and of course, at the end of the night, the crowning of a true king, a king that Arizona can be proud to call their king of Arizona. So, so you know, of, of all the people who deserve congratulations, and that's our talent, that's our staff, that's our fans, that that's the ICW family, that's everybody. Congratulations to the to the state of Arizona for having a king. You can truly behold as such and be proud. Congratulations, Arizona, for your new king. And if you weren't at that event, you may be wondering, you know, who is the new king of Arizona? We will get to that in just a moment. So you hang on tight. We'll break it all down for you. But before we do that, well, there's a little website I like to plug. Uh, where you can get some awesome t-shirts. But in order to do that, Greg, I'm going to need your help. What do, you, what do you need me to do? I'm going to need I'll you to go it. ahead and wind it up. Yes, it's indeed time for you to go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot to get your very own IZW and chair shot t-shirts today. Yes, when you go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot, you're gonna find a ton of great t-shirts that support impact zone wrestling and the chairshot.com, including the new Lion Classic t-shirt that is available in that ooh, also nice baby blue, as well as the IZW Wolfpack t-shirt, the IZW Pride shirt. Well, and a lot more other IZW shirts. How many, you ask? Well, we got the IZW Best in both white and gold, the IZW New logo, as well as the IZW Japanese design. And, well, if you're like me, sometimes you want to be a little bit of a wolf pack. Sometimes you want to be a little bit old school. So you can also get the New World Order design in black and white. Uh, so you got a ton of great IZW designs to choose from as well as chairshot.com t-shirts. Yes, there are a ton of great chairshot.com t-shirts like the chairshot worldwide shirt. Multiple, always use your head shirts. The hashtag save tag team wrestling. Of course, suck it nerd. And you t-shirts from, well, your favorites, us, the everybody hates Greg shirt and the hashtag queen of soft style t-shirt all available at pro wrestling t-shirts start off at $20.99. You can customize your t-shirt and for a few extra dollars, you can go order any t-shirt in soft style. So go ahead, look good, feel good, do good by going to pro wrestling forward slash the chair shot. That is pro wrestling forward slash the chair shot. Promotional consideration. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. 
Head to AngryLemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's AngryLemonade.net. All right. We are now going to be breaking down the King of Arizona event hosted by, of course, Impact Zone Wrestling IZW that happened this past Saturday, August 26th at Battleground Gym in Tempe, Arizona. And, of course, well, the headline of the show is the King of Arizona tournament. We had three different qualifier first-round matches in which six competitors competed. The winners of those matches would then advance to a final match, and the winner of that match would be declared the new King of Arizona. So we're going to be breaking down those matches as well as our two championship matches, the IZW World Women's Championship was on the line, as well as the IZW World Heavyweight Championship was on the line. Uh, and we also have a few other great matches uh, that happened that we will also talk about. So we're going to get started with our first match of the night. It was our first King of Arizona uh, first round match. Judiz versus EJ Sparks. Now, if you've listened to a previous episode of the Hashtag Miranda show, uh, for these qualifier matches, all of these were first time evers, meaning these were the first time that these uh, competitors have competed, not just in IZW, but anywhere. So really exciting that these matches were, were set up like that um, and something to really look forward to. Uh, and two really amazing wrestlers in Judiz, EJ Sparks, EJ Sparks. Uh, you know, Phoenix's favorite son, a staple here in Arizona. Judiz, I believe, coming out of Colorado. Wrestled primarily out of Colorado. Southern California. Southern California. San okay. Diego. I get confused sometimes. Um, out of San Diego. but uh, And this is, I believe, his second time. Yes. Third. Third. Now okay, third. yeah. Yeah, he was, he was part of Psycho Circus. He was at Eva Lives, and then here. Yes. Uh, so a third time here at IZW, and up against again a, a IZW staple, an IZW kind of I don't know, sort of a pillar of IZW. I know we use that term, you know, but that term gets used a, a lot. But um, someone who's so established in the state of Arizona, EJ Sparks. So both again. The winner of this uh, match going on to that uh, final match at the end of the night, uh, EJ Sparks with the win, with that uh, kind of roll-up, uh, kind of a surprise being able to capitalize on a moment, but a really competitive match, both very athletic guys, um, and that really was on display uh, during this match. We had some kind of chaos that happened afterward, but I'm going to get to that into a second kind of greg what what were your thoughts about this match in particular i know you kind of talked about it before about um you know how these matches were put together but especially this one did this one kind of meet what you had expected would happen absolutely it's it's interesting whenever um you know pulling the curtain back whenever a wrestler is informed of their match sometimes it's like oh good oh that and and this person's like you know they were just super excited. Never wrestled other before, always wanted to, that sort of thing. And I think both of them are probably on a lot of people's lists of people they would love to wrestle, including each other's. And so being able to do that here was great. It's everything you talked about. It's a showcase of the athleticism. It's a guy in EJ Sparks who, who's a, who's a made guy in Arizona. I mean, everybody loves him. He is Phoenix's favorite son. He's done it all here in the state. Um, not necessarily done it all in ICW, but he's done it all here in the state. And, and is, is, you know, got a ton of equity and Jude is, he's one of those guys that you see wrestle and you just wonder like, why are they not on television? And same with an EJ Sparks, same with a lot of people in this tournament. And that is, is just someone who everywhere he goes, uh, I've said it before, he showed up at Psycho Circus and came out and, and immediately got over as a heel with the crowd. And, and it's been off to the races ever since for him. We want to get him back out. Got him back out here, have him more in the plans for the future as well. And so just a great athlete and a great performer uh, all around. And and it's just, you know, indicative of the type of talent that we want to keep working with in IZW. And so putting them out there, having them open the event, 
uh, all, you know, very strategic and, and done for a reason, but uh, more than delivered in, in what they needed to do. And of course, EJ advancing to the three-way or supposed three-way finale of the tournament. Now we'll get into uh, that a little bit later. Uh, but right after that match, uh, again, EJ Sparks win. Judas not very happy uh, about the results of the match, arguing with the referee, kind of making a scene. And then comes out Honest John. Um, he's, he came out pretty much to uh, to the ring, um, and John laid it out. He was there to fight. He was ready to fight someone, and if Judas didn't get out of his way, maybe him. Um, and, and really leaving an open challenge for anyone in the IZW locker room to come out. Um, you know, Judas didn't really seem into that idea, um, but someone who did get into the idea was Camp Stop Jamal. Um, so he came out to kind of answer Honest John's kind of open uh, challenge, and which leads us into our, our next match, Can't Stop Jamal versus Honest John. Um, Honest John, I believe this is also his third? Second. Second, okay. Second um, event with IZW. Um, and he's been really making a splash, you know, really all over Nevada, California, Arizona, and kind of the same with Can't Stop Jamal, who is a proud owner of a $10 805 hat from AMPM. Um, and he will tell you to the cows come home. Um, and, and it is quite a hat. Uh, I've seen it in action. Uh, but this one too is kind of a match of two, uh, you know, guys new to IZW, both have something to prove, both very aggressive, um, and really, you know, started off this whole match like on fire, um, which was really, really exciting. Um, oh, sorry. You're okay. Dealing with pregnancy, pregnancy stuff. Uh, so the winner of this match was uh believe with the the distraction from Judas was can't stop Jamal. Yes. And so this uh you know could be a little bit of a surprise because of the fact that how aggressive uh you know uh honest John was at the beginning. Both really were, but you know, Judas coming back out um after his match to kind of cause the distraction enough for uh can't stop Jamal to get the win um kind of led to some chaos at the end of this match of course we had Judas out there honest John can't stop Jamal and Judas and can't stop Jamal kind of teaming up um against honest John which then came uh, a kind of a surprising person to come to the rescue of honest John Dallas King um, to uh, come and help uh, even the odds uh, for Honest John. And, of course, when you see all that chaos, our commissioner, Derek Montilla, is not too far behind. Um, he came out shortly after uh, and said that, well, he kind of saw the writing on the wall here. Uh, all four men want to fight. So he has set up a four-way fight for the Lion, at the Lion Classic on September 23rd. We are going to get Judas versus Honest John versus Can't Stop Jamal versus Dallas King. So a big thing about this was going back to Evil Lives when we had the, the Derek's Match of Opportunity featured Judas, Honest John, and Jordan Cruz. And Jordan Cruz, of course, emerged victorious, and that's how he has an upcoming championship match on September 23rd at the Lion Classic. But after that match, uh, a very upset Jew Diz took out his frustrations on Honest John, attacking him afterwards and blaming him for being the reason that Jew Diz did not win that opportunity. Uh, fast forward, of course, to last Saturday night. That's why Honest John took advantage of the opportunity to confront Jew Diz and wanted to fight him right then and there. Obviously, did not get what he wanted. Um, out of Judas, but still wanted a match. And that was another opportunity for Can't Stop Jamal, who really, a lot of people don't know this, but an IZW is kind of becoming the king of opportunity. He he was available for us 
um, in, in April as kind of a, you know, I'll be out there. And so was able to secure a spot in monster. And all he did was come out and, and get over with everybody. And then here this night his very next, you know, that earned him more bookings, brought him into this one. Um, uh, again, it was a situation of he was going to be there and available and this opportunity came up and he jumped on it and had a great match and even secured the victory. Now, Judas had a lot to do with that, but it's now led to another match in September involving all four guys. Mm-hmm. So um, just it, it's really proof of of opportunity and one of the things that we're about. You know, Jamal especially was, was somebody that I wouldn't really know much about. And and when he came across us and, and we had an opportunity to use him, just continues to impress. He's been doing that everywhere he goes. Honest John being very, very similar was active in, in Arizona elsewhere. And once he finished that up, wanted to come to IZW again, had the opportunity with, with the three way at evil lives. Um, the moment he walked through the curtain, people went nuts. Like he just has this thing about him that he, 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 he and I talked about it. He can't define why he has no idea yeah. why people, he it's gets a, so it's over an when energy, he shows up. It's a charisma yeah. that just, you know, captivates people. And, um, it all seems very effortless, but yeah. also he's very talented in the ring as well. Furthermore, he doesn't believe he has it. Um, it's very interesting. He, he's, he's humble and, and even whatever step below humble is in terms of, um, just, just that self doubt that many performers have across all genres, not just professional wrestling, but he delivers every time people love. I mean, I can tell you that, um, even before he, he had to leave on Saturday night, he's even definitely planning for another epic entrance at the lion classic, possibly even to a different song. And and some more stuff too. So, I know we're not here to promote certain things, but he, he he's the only honest John I think on Instagram is his handle, and he really talks a lot about everything from his inspiration for his wrestling gear to to all sorts of other stuff, promos that he's filmed and produced on his own. Super creative guy, super you know, just just very outside of the box, um, and and just just someone that's a, a huge asset both in the ring and out of it. So really, really good and really, really excited to keep that going with him and Jamal and Judas and Dallas, um, who, you yeah. know, is again, another one who, um, you know, wasn't able to pick up the victory on the VIP portion of the card. Uh, see Russell Damien desire, but saw an opening, saw something that he didn't think was going very well. And he didn't like seeing was someone being double teamed on and jumped out there. And, and, and again, you know, made his presence felt, let people know, kind of asserting himself, like he's not going to allow that to happen. He's, you know, really t- taken to IZW as a home for himself. And now he's in that, um, you know, this is really his first example of this is my, now my home. I want to protect it. And he did just mm-hmm. that. And now, of course, that's going to lead to the four we match on September 23rd. So all yeah. how it all plays in together, but all very interesting individuals and in, in how they play their role um on on top of all that uh up next we had our second uh first round king of arizona match main event evan daniels versus the shade and this is kind of you know no pun intended another shade of the rivalry between uh final destination and the the regulators um, you know, we've, uh, we've seen them in, in lots of diff- different iterations, lots of fights. Hell, you know, they did a cage match, uh, not too long ago. Um, but this time it was a one-on-one match, uh, between main event Evan Daniels and DeShade with the winner going on into that final, uh, into the main event for, uh, the King of Arizona, uh, match uh and this one too and i mean again two very athletic guys main event evan daniels has just had this persona change that has put him in just this whole other level um i mean DeShade is always um really entertaining really fun the crowd really loves him um but man did that crowd love to hate evan daniels you know like they just uh there was more people who were loving to hate evan daniels than than almost anything else in that whole night and he just absorbed every single moment of that um evan daniels getting the win um in this match and 
kind of seemingly knowing he would like he his confidence level i mean he's always been a a super talented wrestler but his confidence level has soared to like you know on a scale of one to ten a 20 um and it's it's really shown i think in his wrestling as well um and anyone over clean i mean he is a incredibly gifted wrestler um so you can say what you want about his personality you could say what you want about his cockiness um but the guy can wrestle period Absolutely. And in this match in general, I mean, when, when we announced that, you know, three of the six competitors were going to be all three of the regulators and that none of them would be facing each other in a first round matchup, that meant Evan Daniels was going to fight one of them. And that, that meant that that rivalry would, would be rekindled in some form in this way. Now it's, it's really been a part of every IZW event going back to August of 2021. So it's now two full years that we've had some form of, of regulator and final destination issue. Um, and, and that continued here, but yeah, I mean, DeShade is, is, is struggled in IZW and has struggled to pick up a win, especially in a one-on-one match. And in general, um, it's something that both he and project West have talked about in their, in their promos leading up to this event. And, and for Evan Daniels, it's, it's, you're right. Like he's got every tool in the book. He's the complete package, but you know, He's been there so many times. He's won monster. He's had a championship match. He's had everything, but he, you know, has yet to to really hit that that culmination. And and whether or not this night was one, we'll have to wait and see. But picking up the win here and, and going to the finals, um, you know, I think he's one that a lot of people picked. I know he's obviously Charles Cassius was very big on on predicting that that Evan main event Daniels was going to go to the finals and and be the victor, but. Um, it was a tough road, but he made the most of it. Interesting in this match, he seemed to almost want to like impose his will on Deshade, um, trying early to to win the match by countout and doing everything he can to to basically not just win, but to win on his own terms. Be like, I'm not just going to pick up a victory any way I can. I'm going to pick it up this way, and it didn't work out in that manner. But he was definitely going for that early and and tried to make it happen. But at the end of the day, like you said, he he's you know, continue to prove why he is who he says he is and advance to the finals. Up next, we had our third and final first round match of the King of Arizona tournament, Thugnificent versus our 3D sports fighting champion, Jacob Austin Young. Uh, now, not necessarily, you know, any bad blood between these two in comparison to DeShade and Main Event Daniels, but again, two very talented uh, wrestlers, really two of the best in Arizona. So this was obviously, you know, uh, made sense to put together. I mean, Jacob Austin Young, um, of course, like I mentioned, the 3D sports fighting champion, um, Doug Nificent, you know, the former IZW world heavyweight champion. Um, so again, two, two champion mindsets coming into the ring, uh, to really go to the next prize, kind of that next step in their career, um, in getting to the finals of the King of Arizona tournament. Um, and the athleticism in here did not disappoint. Um, I mean, tit for tat sounds like a kind of a childish way of explaining it for it, but you know, I think the mature or, or, athletic way of saying is that they went toe to toe. Um, anything one did, the other one could do. And they gave each other everything they could so much. In fact, that this match actually went to a time limit draw. Um, so we actually did not have a winner in this match. Um, and per commissioner, Derek Montilla, because there was not a winner in this match, neither man would advance to the finals of the tournament. Um, after the, Match ended though. I mean, the crowd was hyped. They started cheering five more minutes because they wanted to see a winner of this match. Uh, and Jacob Austin Young got on the mic and, uh, knew that, you know, the fans were disappointed. Hell, he was disappointed and even Thug was disappointed, but all kind of offered Thug. I don't want to say consolation prize, but um, something to look forward to down the line. Um, and that was an opportunity at the 3D. Uh, sports fighting championship. Yeah, it's it's you know when you're putting something together, 
this match was one that everybody was very excited for because, like you said, the the accomplishments within IZW for these two men were so extreme. I mean, Thugnificent being the the IZW World Heavyweight Champion for 785 days and Jacob Austin Young winning the, the 3D Sports Fighting Championship, his first singles title in eight years. And, and then when you have these two come together, from the external perspective, it, it's got to be the hardest match to quote-unquote pick, right? And and with everything that both of these guys have done. And, and from an internal perspective, when when you look at it like, oh, you're a promoter or whatever, it's a really hard thing to book and, and, and determine what's going to happen next and where you're going to go. Um, and, and the best thing about this situation is that, yes, <clears throat> there's another first-time matchup, of course, as they all were. But an interesting little side bit that we talked about last week, um, before Thugnificent ever wrestled, he refereed one of Jacob Austin Young's matches as a young trainee. Uh, and we're talking probably almost 10 years ago now that that took place. But to, to look at where J- Jacob Austin, you know, their, their careers took such different paths. I mean, Thugnificent was always a tag team wrestler or, or mid-card guy. And then he comes in IZW and just explodes, wins the title out of nowhere, holds it for for two and a half years before before losing it and defines his career in in that way and uh and it it's you know at this stage of his career it's the biggest accomplishment he's ever had and for Jacob Austin Young he wants to take that 3D sports fighting championship to be the same level as the IZW World Heavyweight Championship and beating the guy who held it for 785 days would do that but the good and the bad of it is that there was no winner, but we're obviously going to get to see this again at some point. And and for me, as Jacob Austin Young was saying, you know, he doesn't have the clout to to give five more minutes. Um, you know, sometimes people know where I'm standing, and like a portion of the crowd turns starts looking at me. Um, so I had to take off and run outside the building because <laughs> you know I, I knew where we were going, but. It's just very exciting to see those two together. They were excited about it, and and just they're just two competitors, right? There's no, you know, good guy versus bad guy, babyface versus heel. These are two amazing competitors yeah. competing, and and they're both at the top of their game, and they're both at the top of of this company, and and so far there's been no winner. So obviously they both want to do it again. The fans want them to do it again. Jacob's in position to make it happen regardless of whether or not anybody wants it. So because of the nature of his championship. So, I mean, it's, it's, if he's able to get past Graves, we'll see when, you know, when and how he makes that match happen, but balls in his court and you pretty much know how he's going to shoot it at this point. Yep. And that's uh, something too. He alluded to that. He has some business to take care of first with Graves. And once that's done, then um, he'll kind of circle back to, that's magnificent. So uh, a, a series of big challenges ahead for, for Jacob Austin Young, not just within Thugnificent, but also having to, you know, take care of some history with yeah. Graves. So again, he wouldn't Jacob have it Austin any Young, other way. He wouldn't yeah, have it any other not, way. This yeah. is, this is what he's been wanting. Route. Any other guy would take the easy route. Um, but Jacob Austin Young seems to enjoy these challenges and wants to face them head on. So, um, again, with this though, neither man advanced to the finals. So that leads to, uh, main event Daniels versus EJ Sparks in our finals. We'll get to that match a little bit later on. But up next, we do have the IZW World Heavyweight Championship on the line. Charles Cassius defending the championship against Project West. Now, something interesting that happened as I was announcing this match was something that Charles asked me to announce um, regarding the match, kind of adding a stipulation. Um, And he noted a stipulation to this match stating that if he loses this match, or if he lost that match, he would leave IZW. Uh, now, this is kind of in shades of something that happened previously with Bryce Saturn, um, who is no longer with IZW after he lost um, a loser leaves IZW match. Um, so it is kind of interesting that Charles Cassius has imposed this uh, stipulation as well. Um, but I think, you know, there's some deeper meaning to it. Um, 
and something that he didn't have to uh, pull through, though, because he ended up winning his match with Project West. Now, this was an opportunity that Charles gave West directly. Um, and something, you know, that uh, to Charles's credit, you know, he doesn't hand out these opportunities easily. He, you know, looks for people and, and finds people that he feels is worthy to defend this championship against. Um, and two very big guys. So this was such a challenging match. Um, you know, but, uh, it was one where, you know, Charles was able to win, retain, still be in IZW, but is a little curious about, you know, adding this stipulation, um, to this, something that he imposed, mm-hmm. not, you know, not something that Commissioner Montilla did, not someone else asked him, he imposed. So I, I am curious if this is just a little bit of, you know, some arrogance coming through, maybe some of what main event Evan Daniels is, has uh, been doing is rubbing off on Charles Cassius or if there's something else brewing. So he, and it was a few weeks ago, um, He sent in a promo that was obviously put out by IZW as well, indicating this very same thing, that if he loses, well, he he intends to to beat Thugnificent's record, 785 days, and he intends to basically be champion forever. And he's so confident in this fact that he can be champion forever that if he loses, he will leave. He will quit. Um, And... And he's holding to that. Now, that is not an official stipulation. That is not something that we here at IZW will enforce, will hold him to. Um, that's his own thing. But he's been doing this. He showed up at the Read the Stairs event in, in the Nile and put his championship on the line. Uh, sight unseen. He's done it outside of the state, put his championship on the line. And and we find out about it after the fact. Like, you put your title on the line. He decided to to make his match with Wes and really just keeps forcing Derek Montilla's hand. Like Derek is, is the commissioner and he has to make these matches official. It's not like Jacob Boston Young in the fighting championship where he has the power to make him official. It's still up to Derek, but what's Derek going to do? Say no, like in, in Charles Cassius. And this has been his mission ever since he formed final destination two years ago was to, to recreate IZW in his own image. And now that he has the title that he wanted so bad to win, He's just doing whatever he wants. And he even said that in, in reaction to what Derek said about his hand being forced. He's like, I'm doing whatever the hell I want and no one can stop me. And to this point, that's where we are. Um, it's a little frustrating as the guy in charge. Cause it's like, well, wait, what if you do lose? Like we have plans and, and you know, you have a title match against Jordan Cruz. And and if you lose now, we got to do West. What do you do with you? You're not available. Like what happens? Like it's, it's a heck of a big thing to put out there um, that if you lose, you're done. But that's his prerogative, and and he backed it up. He backed it up. He he made you say it. Um, he mentioned, you know, whether or not it should be advertised, and and we told him basically like, it's your thing, not ours. We're not advertising this, and so he took it again. Matters in his own hands, and made you say it. So, but then he went out there and did it, and and you talked about it. these are two big beasts of men battling in. You know, probably at that point, I think we had gotten the heat down to 92 degrees in the building. So maybe 91, um, but but that's not, you know, what 300 pounders are used to fighting in. And um, and they laid it all out there and, and, and did everything they could in that heat to deliver a hard-hitting hell of a match. I mean, I have a picture of Project West laying on the floor in the lobby after the match. Um, because of just, just how much it took out of him trying to get that win, trying to win that championship project West. And and some people even questioned it does not have a singles victory in IZW. He is not in position to get a title opportunity, but Charles Cash doesn't care. He just puts it out there and on it. But project West was like, I I can turn everything around and I can be thugnificent. Thugnificent never had scored a pinfall win in IZW before becoming. You only need one. Exactly. And that was Wes's mentality. Yeah. And it just didn't come through for him, unfortunately for him, Um, because I know he wishes it would have. But, um, but that's what Charles did. He dangled that carrot and then snatched it away in the end. So. Before we get to the second half of the show, we are going to be taking a quick commercial break. So, Greg, let's go ahead and pay some bills. Eight, 
This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. All right, we are back with the second half of our show in which we are covering IDW, the King of Arizona event that happened this past Saturday, August 26th, uh, in Tempe, Arizona. And we are back with our last three matches of the night. We are going to jump into our six-man tag team showcase uh, where we had, uh, well, six on six, but, but that kind of was almost thwarted uh at the beginning of the show uh greg you had announced that there was a change to that lineup um originally we were having chris nasty leo canedo and pete the heat versus jordan cruz the navajo warrior and graves however graves was not able to attend due to illness um and so one of the teams was a man short um, and that was something that Pete the Heat came out to very proudly, uh, very arrogantly, um, with, you know, his team. He was about ready to sit out. He was ready to let Chris Nasty and Leo Canedo handle things while he sat back, uh, and have them face Jordan Cruz and the Navajo Warrior. But not Yet, not so, not so fast, Pete the Heat. Uh, shortly before the match started, after all the competitors came out, well, Jordan Cruz and the Navajo Warrior had another trick up their sleeve. They were able to call for backup and got the assistance of Mike G to become their, uh, third man and have this back as a six-man tag team showcase. So, Jordan Cruz, Navajo Warrior, and Mike G versus Chris Nasty, Leo Canedo, and Pete the Heat. Now, p- going into this, too, kind of Pete the Heat kind of playing his own mind games. Uh, and one of the big things that happened in this event was sponsorship. We had lots of great companies and organizations and individuals sponsor wrestlers. And Pete's own business, Pete's Pool Service, sponsored the entire opposing team. So he was, uh, you know, again, someone who a lot of arrogance was ready uh, to not only beat them to, you know, this whole team, but also uh, to kind of humiliate them as well. Um, but again, you can't count out uh, Jordan Cruz and Navajo Warrior and with their partner, Mike G. Um, you know, really chaos, chaos ensued. Uh, and Jordan Cruz getting the pin over heat the heat directly so it's like his plan backfired in the worst way uh jordan cruz and abahori were able to get a a new tag partner uh and pete the heat got pinned uh by jordan cruz uh now after the match though jordan cruz was confronted by charles cassius uh, the man that he's going to be facing at the line classic for the IZW world heavyweight championship. He talked about it, um, uh, at, from evil lives. Jordan won the opportunity, uh, to face Charles Cassius, which is going to be happening, uh, in September. So as a big win that Jordan Cruz got, uh, at the uh, King of Arizona, uh, event, he has still a very big challenge ahead of him um, on September 23rd in the Lion Classic. But there was a lot to kind of cover in this match, Craig. There sure is. And it, it's interesting. Obviously, um, you know, Pete trying to pull pull off his little shenanigans um, and, and trying to make things happen with Pete's pool service and sponsoring his opponents. Um, and, and then, of course, Graves not being able to compete, which is, you know, Health always comes first. I mean, especially in these close quarters. So it's very important to us that that decision be supported. Um, and and Pete looking to leave and, and basically take the night off. Right? He he sponsored his opponents. He got his, his shot in, and and he could leave on top, leave under his own accord. And Mike G, who of course has you know Pete and he have had issues going back to November of 2022. I mean, Pete went to Mike's house and took out his knee, causing Mike to have to have surgery. 
And all of that leads to where we are today. And Mike G just trying, you know, he, he got a piece of Pete at monster or during in monster at evil lives. And then he gets another piece of him here tonight. Um, and, and who knows where, you know, he has yet to get a one-on-one opportunity with Pete, the heat, but he continues to take every opportunity to get his revenge. A funny little anecdote as Pete was, was trying to leave. Um, he just so happened to try to leave right in front of Mike G's kid. Uh, which is what started all of this in November of 2022. And Mike G's kid was stopping Pete from, from running and, and going away. And, and of course, Mike came out and gave piece a piece of the action. And yeah, at the end of the day, it was Jordan Cruz getting one up on Pete the Heat, getting that victory, getting that momentum as he heads into his title match with Charles Cassius at the Lion Classic. And, uh, and, and just a very important opportunity for him. I will say this too. Um, you mentioned, um, of course, Chris Nasty making his return to IZW in, in, in action in, in just under a year. He was last with us in November of last year where he had to serve as the ring announcer because of an injury, wrist surgery that he had. So this was his return to in ring competition in IZW. Very exciting moment for him and, and, and exciting opportunity for him as well. And he'll be back on September 23rd as a, as a new addition that we just recently made. Um, but Leo Canedo making his, his debut in IZW. Um, he, he trains out of San Diego, California. Jordan Cruz is actually one of his trainers and, and an opportunity for him that, that arose and he was able to take advantage of it. And I can tell you, um, you know, he, he impressed a lot of people in that match and, and, behind the scenes and even got some praise from the man himself and the Navajo warrior. So Leo stepped up big time and, and while wasn't able to, to bring a victory to his team, definitely brought some credibility to himself. And, and, you know, as, as you know, Jordan Cruz being his trainer, obviously a great opportunity for him to see and hear that as well. So, um, our six man tag team matches, which we've done a lot of, are always fun and, and always have a lot that, that comes out of them. And this one was no different. And obviously the big story, of course, Jordan Cruz getting the win. And like you said, Charles Cassius again, do whatever the hell he wants. Um, decides to come out and, and say, okay, you got this one, but here I am one helping you one more time and just want to deliver that final message before next month. Yeah, exactly. All the things you said about that six man tag match. I was, as soon as you said those famous six man tag matches, I'm like, oh yeah, there's, we've had know, a lot. We've had a few of you've them. You've had a lot. For sure. We've had a few of them. I remember one particular now 30 is the reason why I'm married and now pregnant. So thanks for that, Greg. We can talk more about that later, but yes, yeah. it definitely factors in. So, uh, world famous. Um, Let's jump into our semi-main event. We had the IZW World Women's Championship on the line, Bryn Thorne versus Maserati. Uh, Maserati, a, a well-known, not only just on the West Coast, but someone who's been on AEW, Ring of Honor uh, television, uh, appearances on Impact, someone who is a really well-known and renowned wrestler based out of Las Vegas. Uh, of course, Bryn Thorne are fighting women's champions and uh, pretty much, I mean, probably athletically wrestling wise, her toughest challenge yet. Um, not to say necessarily, you know, aggression like, uh, you know, the likes of, of Lilith Grimm, but someone who is a skilled wrestler, someone who um, has a lot of attitude, someone who can really go with anybody in the ring and someone who will do whatever it takes to win. That really summarizes Maserati um, and she always comes in with a chip on her shoulder and is ready to claim any championship uh, that she can get her hands on and, and uh, you know this was no different uh, but you know Bren Thorne coming out with the win and remaining um, the IZW World Women's Champion this was one of our missions is to continue to push the envelope with, or not the envelope, but just push the women's championship and, and, and the challenges for Bryn Thorne and bringing in someone as talented and world traveled as Maserati was a big part of that. And, and knowing that this could be Bryn's toughest challenge to date that this could put her in a situation. She's got a championship match scheduled for September. Maserati not even available for September. So had Bryn lost, her match with, with, with Rika Tahaka would now 
not be a championship match in September based on that situation. So she had some company stuff riding on her as well in this one. And, um, and, and she's very grateful for a lot that we've done for her in IZW. So she took that very seriously, but she definitely took a very workman's like approach. And, and one of the interesting things, as soon as that match was over, hand raised, grabbed her title and marched right out. Like she was in there yeah. to, to prove herself, to get the win. She has faced Maserati before, um, but, but as was shared even by some fans during the match and, and, and by her as well, um, that was a good, you know, four or five years ago. It's a very different Bryn Thorne now and a different Maserati as well. Mm-hmm. And, and now you're looking at two women who, who are really at the top of their game and the top of, of women's wrestling in the Southwest in general. So for them to have this opportunity to deliver and for Bryn to pick up that victory, it's another feather in her cap as champion as you know, she's, she's the first person to hold that championship in over a decade. And she continues to build it up to be the most important women's championship around. So kudos to her and, and, and to both of them for delivering. Um, one of the things that I always try to do when we put on these events is, is, you know, I love what I do and I have a ton of confidence in, in what we do and putting on the events, but I also try to see what could we have done better? What could we have done better? And this was one of those situations. Um, we, we actually changed the match order around a little bit to have this go on second to last, which I think was very important. If I had to do it all over again, the one thing I would change about this event, um, well, knowing that we didn't have an intermission, I might have switched the six-man tag and the heavyweight championship match and where they were in the order, um, but that the intermission was a last-second call to forego that because of the heat. But I would have put in a promo early in the event for Maserati and maybe for Bryn as well to help build some of the tension for that match in the end. I think they could have delivered on that way as well, give them an opportunity to do something a little bit different and build that. So hindsight being 2020, I would have looked to add that, but overall extremely happy with how it came out in the end. Yeah, absolutely. That leads us into the main event for the evening, the finals of the King of Arizona tournament main event, Daniels versus EJ sparks. Again, we did not have a third competitor in this match because the match between Jacob Austin Young and Thugnificent ended in a draw. So neither man advanced to the finals. So uh, kind of a, a maybe a blessing in disguise for both main event Daniels and EJ Sparks. Uh, so they had a one-on-one matchup, but still one um, of two very talented wrestlers, very athletic, very skilled very experienced wrestlers, um, both confident in their own rights. Uh, and really this, this was it. The winner of this match would become the new King of Arizona. Um, and they had, I, I mean, it's, it's very much easy to say match of the night, it, but it's also hard because there was a lot of other great matches. Um, again, especially that, that match between Doug Nipissett and Jacob Austin Young, but everything was on the line between these two. Um, and with even some close calls, though, there was some moments where EJ was edging out. There was other moments where main event Daniels was. But in the end, main event Evan Daniels wins and becomes the new king of Arizona. Um, and he takes a moment, you know, at the end of the night, uh, commissioner Derek Montilla comes out to, uh, provide Evan Daniels with the crown and trophy commemorating this event. Um, and talking about both competitors, commissioner Montilla talked about, you know, how both EJ Sparks and Evan Daniels, uh, are, have been vital to the success of, um, IZW. Um, and for a moment, you know, we had Evan Daniels seemingly putting over EJ Sparks and, and, um, recognizing, um, EJ Sparks as, you know, a prime competitor. Again, based even through the, the story and the history between the regulators and Final Destination, there was a glimmer of hope that, uh, you know, main event Daniels was, you know, putting on some good sportsmanlike conduct. However, that quickly ended when main event Daniels' ego got the best of him, started to attack EJ Sparks. Um, that brought out the, the regulators uh, to help out their friend. Uh, Charles Cassius came out to support main event Daniels. And kind of once again, we see that tension between 
final destination and the regulars regulators come out. But EJ Sparks should absolutely be proud of the work that he put in to that tournament and that night and his match with um, Evan Daniels because it was a huge accomplishment to get to that point. Um, but history will remember the night, the winner of the King of Arizona tournament as Evan Daniels. So much involved in this match. I mean, it was very fitting that these were the two guys and who, who advanced and the only two who were able to survive and advance to the finals because they truly are what Derek said they were. They are the backbone of IZW. They're there in so many of our main events. They, every Anybody who gets in the ring with Evan Daniels or EJ Sparks looks like a million bucks. Like There's a reason why they've both been on television for WWE and AEW. There's a reason why... They, they've had other opportunities. There's a reason why they're counted on by so many um, and and put in spots to deliver and always do time after time after time. So it's a no-brainer to have these two in, in the finals. And, and while King of Arizona is an event and wrestling is is booked and put on, these two being there is, is something that is earned and, and is well-deserved. And if you're going to establish something that could become an annual or biannual tournament, um, you want to establish it in in the most proper, most you know, benefiting way possible for the event itself, for the the the, the championship, for the crown, the king of Arizona, and to have Evan Daniels and EJ Sparks fighting over it. Who, going back to you know 2016, 2015, these guys have just continued to deliver time after time after time in the state of Arizona. So it made perfect sense for them to be there. Um, Derek coming out and, and cutting his promo and Derek to his credit, um, it, Derek has done a lot, you know, some random things in the professional wrestling business. And, and I've worked very closely with him on his promos on that. And we worked very closely on that one and, and delivering it was probably his best promo to date as well. And, and very proud of him for, for the strides he took, um, even throughout the evening in, in delivering that and setting both those guys up to, to receive the respect and adoration that they truly deserve. Um, they, they really are the backbone of the company. And then, of course, Evan Daniels taking matters into his own hands, just make sure everybody knows that. No, he's the backbone of the company. He's the one true king. He's the guy. And um, he's just definitely, you know, he, he's taking it upon himself to make sure everybody knows that, you know, everyone loves to say who's the man or I'm the man. And, and he's really staking his claim to that moniker and, and, you know, being called main event Evan Daniels is something that I think he takes to heart. And, and sometimes it, it takes one little thing to launch somebody to a different level. And I think just, just taking on that moniker is something that has launched him to that level. So, um, you know, you wrestle this match 10 times, maybe one wins five, the other one's five, who knows? But, on this night, it was Evan Daniels who emerged victorious, clean victory. It's not like there was any shenanigans involved and, and picked up the win. And of course, took some liberties afterwards and, and, uh, and then hightailed it out of there so he could celebrate with Charles Cassius. Every member of Final Destination now with some hardware, be it a championship or a crown. Um, they all left with that. So it's, uh, it, it's, it's a good time to be a member, an existing, Member of Final Destination with Bryce Adder yeah. now being on the East Coast, so quite the quite the bit. Yeah, now he is King Main Event Evan king. Daniels. Yes, Main Event King King Event. I don't know. Yeah. he's King. Well, yeah, we'll yeah we'll, we'll workshop it, but um, yes, again, history will now have Main Event Evan Daniels as your new King of Arizona, and well, that ends our King of Arizona wrap-up that does lead into some, again, announcements and matches have already been announced for September 23rd of the Lion Classic. Um, one of the big things that will be happening at that event is IZW will be crowning new tag team champions. So that will be happening. Of course, the IZW World uh, Heavyweight Championship will be defended. Jordan Cruz will be facing Charles Cassius. Uh, the Women's uh, World Championship will be defended. Rika Tahaka will be facing Bren Thorne. Um, and as announced by Commissioner Derek Montilla, well, we have that four-way happening. Judiz versus Honest John versus Can't Stop Jamal versus Dallas 
Kane. Uh, so we already have some matches announced, more to come uh, very, very soon. Greg, what can you kind of tell us and tease uh, for us at this moment about the Lion Classic? It, it's going to be a hell of a night. I mean, we know we've got, obviously, you said we're crowning brand new tag team champions. We've got three huge title matches going on with Jordan Cruz getting his shot at Charles Cassius with, um, you know, Rika Tahaka coming in, jumping to the front of the line, getting her shot at Brent Thorne. Of course, Jacob Austin Young leveraging his 3D Sports Fighting Championship to get one more shot at Graves. Um, although in doing so, he's risking the, the very title that he worked so hard to earn. So... Mm-hmm. Put all that together, and it's one hell of a night. Sin Bodhi will be making his debut in IZW, so we've got that match announcement coming up soon to see who his opponent will be and and so much more. So, and the Hawaiian Lion, of course, is the event as the Lion Classic. The Hawaiian Lion will be in the building and will be a part of the festivities as well. So a packed night indeed um, will be going well. I don't know if this will be the case by the time that people hear this, but um, at the moment there's a whopping two Front row VIP tickets left, so just two, just two. So if you want those, now's the time to jump on them. Um, like I said, I can't promise they'll still be available by the time that hey, you hear this, but um, but there are only two left. So grab those. We have a loaded VIP card. Of course, we've shared that Lilith Graham will be making her return to IZW and will be in the VIP main event, going one on one with Morgan, um, and that is one of th- of four. VIP matches that are going to take place. We've only done four VIP matches one other time at Fully Legal back in November of 2021, but we will have four VIP matches this time. So grab those VIP tickets. This is going to be a huge event, a huge night, a great night. Um, You know, open air facility. It's going to be a lot of fun, great food and drink around. So take advantage of, of one of those last VIP tickets and come out for a night. That's going to be hell of a night. Yes. And you can buy your tickets at com. Again, you can get your tickets at com, And make sure you're following IZW on social media. That way you can find out about match and talent announcements, ticket discounts, special events, anything happening with IZW. Make sure you're following IZW at IZW Wrestling AZ on all forms of social media. While you're at it, go ahead and follow us on social media. You can follow me, Miranda Morales, at the hashtag Miranda on Instagram and Facebook. You can follow Greg at Greg DeMarco 44 on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And while you're at it, go ahead and follow the Chair Shot at Chair Shot Media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We got you covered on everything related to pro wrestling on those social media accounts. So make sure you follow all of us, all of those accounts. So you stay tuned to get all the information you need about IZW impact zone wrestling. And of course, make sure you are visiting the chairshot.com, your home for the Chairshot radio network for podcasts like the hashtag Miranda show and other entertaining podcasts related to pro wrestling, sports, entertainment, sports entertainment and pop culture the chairshot.com always use your head yes and that does it for this week's episode of the hashtag chairshot.com always use your head now that does it for this week's episode of the Hashtag Miranda Show. We hope you all enjoyed the wrap-up of IZW's King of Arizona event. You know, we're going to be doing the same thing next month after the Lion Classic and any IZW event. So make sure you are listening to the Hashtag Miranda Show to get all your recaps of IZW. Thank you all so much for listening. Hey, if you're not able to attend an IZW show live, you can support IZW by going to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot to get your very own IZW t-shirts today. Also, a big thank you uh, and shout out to 3D Sports Cards and Collectibles, who are the title sponsors for the King of Arizona, and they are an exclusive vendor of IZW merchandise. So you can go in person to 3D Sports Cards and Collectibles and actually purchase IZW merchandise there, like the IZW Wolfpack shirt, as well as IZW hats, uh, water bottles, uh, and more. So check out 3D Sports Cards and Collectibles and get your exclusive IZW merchandise in person today. 
I think I've done all the plugs, Greg. I, I, I can add one. I can add one one plug there. Okay. Um, you talk about 3D Sports Cards and Collectibles, which is, of course, our title sponsor. And we love them. On the same date, September 23rd, they will be having a signing in-store um, at their at their shop. And they will be having four wrestlers from ICW at the same time. Um, all uh, newcomers, actually. Everybody who's going to be at that signing is making their first appearance for ICW. As they will have Brett Buffshay, Bud Birch, along with Rika Tehaka and Sin Bodhi, all on hand for a signing at 3D Sports Cars and Collectibles on Saturday, September 23rd, same date as our event, from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. So uh, $15 per person, which is cheaper than usual. You can get all four for one price of 40 bucks as well at their signing, 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. at 3D Sports Cards and Collectibles. So follow them at 3D Sports Cards on social media for all the details there. And come check it out. It's going to be a good time. And there'll be more of those signings to come um, as part of IZW. We'll have more coinciding with our events some that are in date separate from our events possibly even one happening literally that following weekend on september 30th that hasn't been announced yet so lots of good stuff going on with the 3d sports crew and that's why you got to follow us on social media so that way you get to know everything that's happening in and outside of the ring at icw again thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode uh make sure you stay tuned to of course future episodes of the hashtag Miranda show as well as other podcasts on the chair shot radio network for greg demarco i am miranda morales thank you all so much for listening and don't forget to always keep it soft style are you really fucking with me right now are you fucking with me fucking nerd What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.